get my nom 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 on with the my top chicks and we will eat on eat on the weekly from the Weekly Dish radio show. We are on My Talk 1071. We have some fans in the audience. Thank Woo-hoo! you for coming by. It's here for Weekly Dishers. Woo! Nice work, everybody. All right. So, yeah, we have been here for, this is our fourth day, eating all the things. We also do a podcast called Podcast on a Stick, where we are live from the State Fair every day. So if you're one of those real State Fair diehards... You should listen to it every day because we've had a lot of fun producing it. Yeah, we have uh, some great State Fair stories. We've interviewed a lot of people. We've kind of gotten to some of the insider bits of the State Fair and a little bit about, you know, kind of what goes on behind the scenes. We all know about the food, but what is it like to be someone who sells and makes the food? And we all know about, we love the Midway Men's Club, but what is the true purpose of the Midway Men's Club? All of those are right on podcast on a stick. All right. So we are here. But Pop. let's talk, we all love about food. Yes. But we also love beer, right? So we are so glad to be joined by Dan Tyson from Ballpark Cafe. Tyson well, Tyson. 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 Yeah, like the chicken, but not spelt like it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That's very Minnesotan. Uh, very Minnesotan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, perfect Sunday, right? Nothing right. better than a beer on a Sunday. Gosh. And you know what the great part about the fair now, after I think they changed it like 10 years ago, it used to be noon. So, Did it really? Oh. Yeah, it used to be noon on Sundays. You couldn't drink, but now it's 10 a.m. So 10 a.m. on Sundays. Yeah. But it's, is it 9 a.m. the rest of the week or 8 a.m.? Uh, 9 a.m. the rest of the week. 9 a.m. Yeah, but right before I got here, there were, uh, I don't know, it was probably out to the street. Just And I'm like, oh, my oh, gosh. noon somewhere, it's right? It's noon somewhere. <laughs> For those of you that listen to the Weekly Dish, um, just to give you a little bit of a setting here, Thursday, which is the first day of the State Fair, Stephanie March, who works at MSP Magazine, Minneapolis St. Paul magazine. Yeah, sorry. I always called MSP. She's out here with her crew, and she has to eat every single new fair food and drink every new state fair beverage. Well, this year, there were 53 new state fair beverages that she had to slog through on that first Thursday. Do you remember drinking any of these (laughs) beers? No. There was a moment where after writing about mango beer for the fifth time, I was like, was that the mango beer that I liked or was that the mango beer I didn't like? It gets a little bit fuzzy, especially when you're writing this stuff at 2 a.m., you know. But what I did love is, you know, at Ballpark Cafe, which is, of course, one of the places where uh, craft beer has really, really taken a hold. They've kind of been the stalwarts of bringing the craft beer into the fair. Um, and the thing that they, they did is they have nine new beverages this year. Yeah, Usually we have, like, three or four. Yeah. And then maybe four or five other new ones that aren't on the list. Right. But uh, for some reason, I went a little crazy this year. You kind of went put nuts. Not. And the brewers were fine with making a minimum because you yeah. have to make a minimum amount of kegs so you don't run out. Right. And they, nine of them were fine with it, so we just rolled the dice with it. So and, how many tap lines do you have in total, just to be clear? Uh, 27 brands. Okay. Uh, total. All right. Uh, and all Minnesota this year. All Minnesota this year, except woo, a woo. few nationals, like uh, domestic stuff is not. But yeah, that's but that's like, like... Like true craft, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think that's pretty exciting. How long does it take you from 
concept to actual tasting the beer? It all, I don't know, it kind of starts now. It, you get these ideas in the back of your head, like the Minnesota Brew Together. For four years, I wanted to do a collaboration. And uh, four years ago, I wanted to do a collaboration. And they, I, someone told me, I don't know, it's going to be really tough to do while well, we pulled it off this year with Barrel and Modest Theory. So. Yeah, I love it. So you do you get ideas for the beers for next year this year? Or is it year-round you're thinking it's about It's kind of it? an evolving thing. Some of the breweries come to me. Uh, you know, I've had requests... You know, there's some, like, specially gimmick things that I've seen on the fairgrounds that I've they already came across my desk, but I didn't want to go down that route. So I kind of go with the breweries that I've done business with in the past and have relationships, and then I'll bring a few on new ones once in a while. So, and, and, and to remember, you guys, if you remember the, uh, the craziness of the, we like to call them stunt beers or craft with a PH, yes. the craft beers all started at Ballpark Cafe with the mini donut beer. Yes, that, that was, was the, you. That was me. That, that was, was actually Dan yes. going, you know, it'd be really good. And tell the story. Well, all right, I'll tell the story. That's, so my wife and I were at Liftbridge for the Silhouette release party like eight years ago now. And I don't know, somewhere at the end of the night, I said, Gina, what do you think? And I, I think Brad was sitting there, the few guys. You think they could make a beer that tastes like a mini donut? And I went home, said nothing. <laughs> Gina, you know, the next morning, we're staying at my in-laws' house. She wakes me up in the basement and says, you remember what you said last night? You better call Hans Lofgren, and he better start making mini donut beer. And we did. And they, you we, did. Yeah, and it was a, kind of weird. Like, we did the base. We were tasting it. They test piloted it. It was there. The cake flavor was there. But, like, the grease was missing, or something was missing, like, when you eat a mini donut. The grease a, was missing. Or, yes, Imagine like, that. something, right? <laughs> like, this state fair. It was just missing something from the yeah. state fair. Because the concept was there. And then I said, God, I wonder if you could, like a week later, I was home, and I thought, I wonder if we just cinnamon sugar the rim like they do with margarita glasses and fill it. And that's how we went out there, tried it again. I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. And uh, the brewer at the time dialed it in. Liftbridge did an amazing job. So it was just, it was really cool. The, it was the, amazing uh, the way yeah. that that all came together. You got the breadiness of it, and then the, the sweetness of the cinnamon sugar just brought that home. And it was, yep. a, it was I mean, it was a nutso sensation. You know, people went crazy for it. Yeah, I mean, I remember the fair that it was, they called it like the mini donut tobacco because I had to do a release, and it was a, like noon every day. Yeah. So the first day, the first day <laughs> at noon, the whole stand got up and rushed the counters. And it was <laughs> yeah. just like, I've never seen it before, and it was gone in like 20 minutes. Oh. Well, then we started doing the line uh, out the thing down the street. And I remember Dennis Larson tell me, just so you know, and this is when the garbage trucks used to drive around <laughs> the streets, He's like, we have to tell the garbage truck not to drive down the street from like 11 to new, till 12:30 till you're done serving this. Wow! Oh my and God. then, and that's where. But it also, they were. It was just so crazy. No one had ever done this before. I was, I was kind of. It was like the stupidest mistake I ever made. Right. Because I only made like 10,000 glasses of it, which. If you think about that, that's nothing that's for nothing. the two million and like, people. And I was fair. like a state fair veteran. It was like, yeah. the, I tell my friends like O'Gara had that Ruben on a stick, and he made like two thousand. I go, dude, you're gonna need like eighteen thousand, <laughs> twenty thousand, and here I make one, and it you, was, yeah, whoops, it, oops. So <laughs> it turned out, I, I think that kind of buzz behind it has made it as successful like it has been. So, yeah, kind of uh, Was it a number one seller for you? Yeah, and it still is. I mean, it's. I, I don't really know what the other beers do on the fairgrounds, but we sell, you know, over 400 kegs of it, which is amazing. Wow, 400 what year was kegs it? What of that year was one that? Was that? mini 2013. donut beer. 2013. Okay, yeah, yeah. no kidding. Um, yeah, but so it, 
I can move on from that, but because <laughs> the hard part is, is we started this craft thing, and I didn't want it to become about this mini donut beer and this craft thing. So kind of my mindset was like, okay, we have it. I don't need any more stuff with sugar on the rim. Like I don't need, yep. like I don't need to go down that road anymore. So that's why I, with the beers you see here that I brought down, it's kind of like, all right, let's try to get the Minnesota the guys to showcase their good craft beer. Yeah. And that, so that's kind of where this is went when you sample this stuff. So. So you're doing what we call stunt beers, but I appreciate the sentiment that you're trying to do quality beers, not just lean towards what could be crazy that we could sell at the fair. Yeah, I because we have the we did the ultimate yeah. stunt beer, yeah. so right. it's kind of like I have Kleenex. Let's go to like keep. That's right. Know, I think also there's something about the brewers are feeling that too. Like I think they none of them want to be thought of as a joke. You know what I mean? They're not sure. out there. These are craft brewers who are taking their their beers very seriously. And even if they're doing something fun and kind of kooky, I know they got a little bit sensitive to when we say stunt beers. But the idea yeah. of it being a special moment for 12 days and you can only get it here to me, even if it's really good, it's still a stunt. Well, and that's what even like Liftbridge when we first started that. They're really like, we didn't want to become the mini donut beer company, you know, because right. they have other good beers. And Absolutely. They didn't want it to, be, to be about that. That's so that's kind of, it's been, it's been an interesting road with that. Okay, so these nine beers that you have. Yes. We must taste them all. <laughs> I, it's Sunday. Let's go for it. I right? mean, I feel like, right? It's brunch. So now do you feel like, okay, do you feel like you can name all of the beers? Like, can you blind taste and know which ones are which? I, d I told Stephanie, like, I Literally, just from pouring them, I, I got stuck at a tower for the last three days, pouring a lot of beer. Yeah. So you can just kind of tell from the looks of them, I can pick them out, to be um, honest with you. I'm going to say also that we had a little contest at your, at your, <laughs> at the oh, cafe. Oh, tell that story because it's funny. <laughs> so we were sitting there with Eric Perkins, or Eric Perkins, Glenn Perkins <laughs> from the Minnesota Twins, who is an avid home brewer, and he has made a brew, a beer with Surly Brewing. Um, and he is, uh, it's called the Seam, Four, uh, four, four Seam, seam screamer, screamer or something. But it's so hard right now because my servers are like, you want a Screamer? You want a Seamer? You want that? Yeah, like, there's a lot of... Want, so I, like, I just say I Glenn Perkins beer, please. I think it's like yeah. five names right yeah. now. Anyways, it, so, it's an IPA. And it's, it's an good. IPA. Yeah. And so he's this... So he comes and sits at our table. We had all these beers sitting out. And at some point, everything got mixed up and we didn't know. And I just said to him, can you pick out your beer? Can you find your beer out of these? And if you watch the video, he's got a table full of beer, and he looks a little panicked at he, first. He absolutely <laughs> was. That what if he doesn't? What if, what if he isn't able to find his beer? So he went and he kind of smelled everyone. He didn't do the sipping until the very end, and then he nailed it and he found it. Yeah, I think he tasted two. Oh, I yeah, remember yeah, watching the video yeah. at night. Yeah. I was and like, he was sniffing. And he, yeah, and he yeah. kind of went back and forth between the two, and then he yeah. got it right. And he found it, and he was like, "This is it." <laughs> so it was kind of fun. He was a winner. Yeah. All right, can you All right. can you tell me? Well, here, why don't I'm going to oh, hand yeah, you a you, beer, and you tell me what it is. I don't know if is. you can read my scribbling there. I but can. I can. I know it. Um, you no. want to mix? So you kind of, kind of. I mean, like, they, the color does lead you to a little bit of a. Yep. Oh, here, let's do this one. Uh, do I need to taste it? I'm going to taste can, it. Oh, yeah, you see, taste it. That's you the taste uh, it first. cherry firework 
seltzer by Liftbridge. Okay. It's not so, a beer. It's a it's trick not a question. Beer, yeah. <laughs> Boy, that was easy. I know. So this is a this is a hard seltzer, which is the biggest thing kind of happening in breweries right now is White Claw. You know, yep. is the hard seltzer that is a seventy million dollar market, and or maybe a couple million. I don't know. But they're but basically the local brewers are trying to compete in the seltzer market, and so this is a fresh Liftbridge seltzer. You know what I love about it? Because I don't really love the taste of White Claw because it kind of tastes a little artificial. I can literally taste the cranberries in this. I think it's cherry. cherries. Are they tart? Yeah, they're yeah. Tart, oh. a little tarter. See, cranberry cherries, but there's something tart and something delicious. Yum. Yeah, see, I, uh, and uh, I'm not a big White Claw guy because I like well, vodka sodas. So when we changed, when we were meet, meeting on this, we kind of went, the thought was, Remember Clearly Canadian back in the day? Yes. That cherry stuff? <laughs> I and my do. wife loves it, and the, one of their guys that works there. The black but, cherry. Yeah, no, it was just cherry. Cherry Clear Canadian or whatever. And it, that's kind of why we were went with the cherry, not black cherry. So okay. I don't know how close it is because they don't make that stuff anymore, but that was kind of the theory. I thought it I was pretty delicious. It, or New York Seltzer. Okay, yeah. I'm going to pull you this one, which is a totally different direction. He's thinking. Ooh, that's He's a tough thinking. One. I know. Uh, it's an IPA, I think. Mm. Can I taste it? Yeah, he's going to taste it. Okay, you might have me stumped. Oh, it's not an IPA. I know it's not. I, I know what it is. I want to say it's Kirby Pucker. Nope. Uh, that's the uh, Bent Paddle Cherry Passion Fruit. No, it's Abel's Well, Wheat oh, Beer. Oh, Abel's Yes, it's now the, I can taste it. What's it called? It. I forget uh, what the name a, of it is. Elderflower Ale. I'm surprised. Did you say it's a wheat beer? Yeah, it's a wheat beer. Yeah, it's a wheat beer, I'm yep. surprised because it's a lot of times wheat beers have a really strong nose. I like that it doesn't. Yeah. No, that one has uh, that one has a nice, and that is an elderflower, but it's not fruity, and right? It's like the Minnesota elderflower, Minnesota wheat. They malt it there. Yep. Uh, all you know, Minnesota-grown hops all Minnesota as well grown from hops. Mighty X Hops. Yeah. There's a lot of elderflower things out at the State Fair this year. Is there? Yeah. Like beside. I mean, in products? Yeah, there's in beer. There's at the speakeasy. Oh. They're doing a oh, couple yeah. of elderflower cocktails. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wine All right. Cocktails. Ready? Should I close my eyes? Yeah, you close your eyes. Okay. Well, this is going to get, this is going to get, this This is an easy one. You know this one. Here, you sip it first. Oh, I'm excited to try this one. And then I'm going to hand it to her. I think this has fruit. I, I must have had a rough night. Uh <laughs> <laughs> dragon fruit? Yes. yes. <laughs> all right. Yes. All right. Is this the one with passion fruit? Uh, dragon fruit. Uh, okay, dragon fruit. Yeah, dragon, dragon fruit. fruit from Bent Brew Stillery. Yeah. What is dragon fruit? It's a fruit. It's what like a it little like? pretty spiky thing. It's got a fleshy white inside. Is it red? It's Reddish? the hot pink one with like oh, yeah. a little bit of, okay. you know, Yeah, and they make, it's, a, it's an IPA, and it's actually, I like it because it has some fruitiness to it. It's not overly hoppy. Right. It's not super piney. Yep. It's delicious. Yep. Oh, so far we're batting a thousand. I'm liking them all. No, I missed the first one. I missed the elderflower. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. only. But 33. I'm liking them all. Oh, you're, oh, you're so as a consumer, all, yeah. you know, you don't yeah. have to name them all. We just have to drink them. All right, let's do this one next. You taste it first, and you probably know what this one is, right? If away. if it is what, I just I'm empathizing. Oh, I just I. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> Good know morning. That, one. Uh, that would be the Kirby Pucker. Yep. Right. Wow. So it, it's a, after an Arnie Palmer. So it, uh, it's lemony, it's just lemony, lem lemon juice, lemon zest, and loose tea. Yeah, I who's who's the brewer on this? Uh, the one? East Lake does That's this. That's East Lake, one. right? Over and in the Midtown Global Market. And we, this is like the third version of it because we do, uh, we the name is Kirby Pucker, right? Yeah, so that's Kirby why we Pucker. keep it on. I do agree with the other on your article that I woke up, I was like, 
We totally should have John Daly that. Should have said John Daly. Just <laughs> call it the John Daly. We should have called it the John <laughs> yeah. Daly beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next year, she'll take your consulting fee. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. I, I think that one is a nice one when you're when you've had too much, you know, uh, like too much IPA. Like you're low. You're it's very like light. a little hoppy, and that one kind of comes in with enough flavor and enough boost, and still the sourness that you kind of yeah. want. And also, that one to me is a great food beer. Like, for your garlic fries, Which was, boom. You know what's weird? Because I don't like, I'm not a sour drinker. I've, I'll taste them. I'll have a little bit of one. Mm-hmm. But I was doing a tasting somewhere the other day, ate a couple of garlic fries, and had that with it. Yeah. And it was like, okay, that I don't know if it took the sourness out of it or something for me personally, but yeah, I liked it. That's funny, because we're going to do wine tasting with pairings coming up after your segment with Leslie Miller. And yes. Okay. Wine tastes different with food. Food can taste different with wine. Okay. Are you ready? I'm we're ready. We're going into this one. Well, he got his right, so I think I got it right. The four-seam <laughs> pass ball. The <laughs> four-seam four screamer. The two-seam cutter. People yeah, have been we, saying yeah, everything. Yeah, the cutter. The, is that what they're calling it? Yeah. That's a delicious IPA. That's a great yeah. IPA. That's that's the it's just like a classic like West Coast traditional it's IPA. Delicious. It's a great Surly beer. And it tastes like Surly, too. Yeah. So and good. The, it, they did a one last year that was really good and this one too is selling Love crazy, it. like crazy I think too. that that also is uh, you know after you've had all your fruities you know and you kind of get if you've gone your orange you've gone your mango you've gone everything else it's kind of nice to have just sort of that classic moment you know what I mean uh, yeah and IPA. even like for my servers to be like hey, I wanted some a different IPA and they don't want to go like to the fruity or the craziness right it's it's a great way great perfect beer form good alright alright ready watch out that's a vi- yep, yep. visually the visually we get this one visually this this, this is this something juicy or hazy. Well, you can do, with these milkshake IPAs, you can kind of spot them right away. You can right kind of spot them, right? It is good. It's that's the uh, the collaboration that we had talked about earlier, the Dreamsicle. Yeah. The Orange Dreamsicle IPA. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. It tastes like a Dreamsicle, but it's not on the front. It's like in the aftertaste, in the back. Yeah, it's really interesting because I've had a bunch of people... And it like, doesn't smell like it. And with being the collaboration... Yeah, it's really weird. And with being the collaboration, I've heard it this morning, actually, when I served one, and uh, another couple people have said something to me, and I kind of agree with them, is that when you drink the beer at first, it tastes like a modest beer to start, yeah. and then yeah. it finishes like a barrel Something theory. else, totally. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird. big finisher. It's a big creamy finisher. Yeah. That's interesting. Yep. That's a, that's one that you're going to drink half of it before you actually really know how you feel about it. And you then know what I mean? Yeah, then you have three of them next thing you know. <laughs> and then you're ending your fair day quite early. All right, I'm going to this because that's just random. Hey, ladies. Uh, this all is right, my favorite. You know it. You know how I feel about this. This one. is the seventh beer. Oh, my gosh, I just had a moment. You couldn't get it? It's the, the one. No, mm. I just totally mm. forgot. Uh, this is a little raspberry I'll tell you what it is. Hold on. Let me Hold on. I love that one. I know you want to taste it against that one. Try it again. I want okay. that on ice. Fruity. Oh, my gosh. Seriously, can I look at the list and just see? Do you remember I said if it was like someone had taken it asked it to prom oh it's the prom date beer this is my prom date beer this is the girl who shows up in the pretty dress i know but i'm totally having a mental breakdown fresca Fresca, yes (laughs) (laughs) it's indeed rosa fresca it's their mexican honey light but they've added hibiscus and they've added some other stuff they added lime and uh yeah and this is one of those beers where they came to us and said hey we'd like to do something different and 
We went it's fantastic. Isn't it the, I love this. Say your story so that people know. What's my story? The prom date story. Oh, I just oh. said it's all I did was I, it's not an actual prom date story, but I just was saying that it's kind of like Indeed's Mexican Honey Light. <laughs> you know, you asked it to prom and it showed up in a stunner of a dress. You yeah. know, it's just a beautiful, beautiful, elegant beer, but it's just fresh. And this one is actually like you can see the r- people are coming back for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's on the. It's one of those beers where it starts out like this, and then it will climb through the face. I love that. This is also mine if you're going to be a late-in-the-day drinker. Like, you kind of are ready. You know what I mean? It's like you're kind of weighed down by your drinking, and so then this one kind of cuts through, and I like that. Stephanie has her breakfast, lunch, dinner, and after-dinner snack beers. (laughs) That's how it works, isn't it? If you're a professional day drinker. If you're a professional day drinker. All right, there you go. Okay. I know this one. I, you probably know better than me. Is this terrible? Am I that bad this morning? <laughs> is it morning? terrible? Is no. it terrible that, that I don't have no, the No, you're a food critic. She no, knows. I, I, I only zero in. You have all of the stuff, you know. Uh, that's the bent paddle cherry tart. Okay, I, um, I think I'm going to like this because I love those bent paddle beers from Duluth. Yeah, so bent paddle from Duluth Brewing. This is their... Oh, oh, she, yeah. oh, she, it's, she pulled a face. It, it, Darn it. Darn it. How do you feel when a, b- a beer disappoints you? Sad. Okay. Go I'm back glad to the, I didn't. Go back to the prom. Go back to the prom. I want to go back to my Rosa Fresca. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I just feel I like, like it's trying darkness. too hard. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, that's the prom date that comes with the six-inch hooker platform shoes, and you're like, hey, you didn't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need to. All right. We got one more. All right. Last process one. of elimination. I mean, what's the one we haven't said? I'm going to taste. I know what this is, but I'm going to taste it because... This beer started to taste good. <laughs> and can you imagine being Steph and having to like? Oh my gosh! How did you do fifty-three? There's 53 no way. Fifty-three of these. Best part <laughs> is my notes on the day were like, "Good." What? Who writes "good" <laughs> next to a beer that you have to remember to write about at two in the morning? I th- good. I okay. think you. It was like when you put that out in the this morning. I was. Yeah. I woke up at like randomly at like six. I think you put out really early too. I put it up at I was laughing when I read them. Like all of them were funny, not just our beer. Well, I figure we're here to have a good time, right? I yeah. mean, we're at the state fair. I know that beer is serious, but it's also not serious. You know, it should be fun. We should all be having a good yes. time. So if you can make a couple good cracker jokes. What do you feel about that one? That's it's, the Shanlot by the Bauhaus. Shanlot. Bauhaus is third attempt. Third time, yep. It's a, it's a huh. Like, I like it. I can't tell if it's like a carbonated Kool-Aid or beer or it's it's delicious, but it's more like a hard seltzery type beverage to me. Hmm. It's like a huh. It's because it doesn't have that like it's not very malt forward. You know but what I mean? It's good. more of a sour. Yeah. You know? And it, it, maybe with it the is berries more of a take sour. out some of the lemoniness. I don't know, you know. With thinking shandy, but yeah, it's, it's a, like a lemon shandy. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it's got a little bit of a cider feel to it, but it's got a little bit of the berryness to it too. Yeah, I I think that as well is a really great pairing with like the garlic fries. Like that gives a good balance. Yeah, to it, I think too. Can we just talk um, about your onion rings for a second too? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't like. I'm not an onion ring person, unless they're yours. So you 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 had, did we had them this fair? Oh yes. Okay. You already ate some. Onion rings, yes. Here? Yes. Oh, I didn't yes. know that. I'm just wondering, were they good? Because I want if they're not, I want to go talk to my cooks no, about right. it. Yeah, sure that they're right. doing the right. They're right. fantastic. I have a question, though, because people are talking about, obviously, with their new foods, we had 31 of those. New beers, 53. Yep. You know, so it became this thing where um, I think that there's a bit of a, people are kind of wondering, they can't really get in all of those beers like they want to try, like they do with the new foods. So 
we have smaller pours, obviously, yes. which is, is that new this year? This, the, uh, we've always, always had the 12 and 20s. Right. So there's talk about if there should be a sample pour or if there should be flights I would love that. of new beers or sample pours of that kind of thing. I don't know. How do you come down on that idea? Well, so we did it when we first started out here, and we had two flights. And the reality of it is it's with the mass of how many people come up to the windows and if to try to pick them, it yeah. would literally put things to a stop. Could around. you do, though, like, because a flight, you have to, like, assemble it. Could yeah. you just do, like, a four-ounce pour and maybe charge, at, how much is a 12-ounce? Uh, five fifty. Okay, so charge three bucks for a four-ounce. So the fair only has seven-ounce glasses? Got it. So it's, it's kind of a weird. Issue. It's kind of a weird battle. Like as a vendor, this is where you 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 do like customers want to try everything. But what we're seeing, which is kind of fun, is that like this morning, even this morning when I had when I opened, I was pouring and we get confused. I like one at a time. Okay, so that three people came up. They ordered six beers, all the different ones, and you, we kind of set them out in front of it, and they kind of share it. So it, they're having fun with it that way. Yeah. Versus, like, the flight thing, like, on yesterday, it would just, there, it would cripple our staff. Yeah, There would I be no it. way we could physically do it, but. I agree, and I think that, I think they're being, I think that FAIR has to decide if they're going to come up with a smaller glass, because they have to give you the glass, right? I mean, like. You have to give the glass, even if, like. You don't get like, to do your own glasses. You don't get to do your own glasses, and if you have a can, like, something in the can, you have to pour in a glass and throw the can away. Yeah. And that's one of the things, like, this year up there, to try to speed things up and just. Trash-wise, everything-wise, we've eliminated all packaging except bottled water. So 100% of our beers are on tap Yeah, so for, for that smart. reason. So like, smart. Yeah, and I do I love think that too. that is a thing that to talk about with the fair because it is a possibility that, that it could happen. and you know, But it does have to be sanctioned by them because, yeah, it's not like these guys can go, I'm just going to – then they have to suddenly like and all figure out the do, ounces. Yep. And all they'd have to do is put a line on it. Yeah, well, they could I, do yeah, that. Do something, something like that. I don't know what – they'll end up doing. I think and that what helps so like so the consumer's not like super confused is like right. you guys reviewing them and being having honest reviews, you know, hey, we don't like this. It it sucks, but it puts more pressure on the brewers to make a good product and yeah. test it prior. And I would pay three bucks for a three or four ounce beer. Yep. And I would buy how many? I'd probably buy four. So three times four is twelve dollars for versus that's, I guess, two and a half. You just stopped with the math. I'm trying. I was go like, to sorry, sorry, sorry. We don't do math on when Sundays after nine beers. No. We anyway. are going to get to some of the wine samples that um, are happening at Minnesota Wine Country. But I really appreciate you coming Thank in. Thank you guys so much. Bringing it was awesome. Bringing us beer. So good. I probably wouldn't Thank have tried them if you wouldn't have brought I them. I was close. We're good. <laughs> you were great. You were pretty good for a Sunday morning, I got to right. say. Thank you. That's good. All right. Thank Let's you. Let's hear it for Dan at Ballpark Cafe, you guys. This is a summer to stay connected, locally. From the pandemic to protests to the upcoming election, there is so much information to take in. And on PodMN, you can access hundreds of Minnesota-made podcasts on one app. Current events, health information, political talk. Plus, you'll find podcasts about sports, true crime, and more. PodMN also comes with listener rewards. In July, you can win gift cards to local restaurants, shops, and more just for listening. Download PodMN on your phone's app store or learn more by visiting PodMN.com. Minnesota podcasts live here.